And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to the 527th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my wonderful, as always, co-host. We've got the wonderful, as always, cats eating some paper. Um, We've got got Claude Nine. Hello, everyone. And we've got Mark. Oh, hi. Oh, hi. <laughs> and we're here to bring you a wonderful episode of the Puckle Podcast. I'm sorry, I freaked out. My cat, we, I had some wax paper on my desk, and my cat jumped on my desk, and he's like, I'm going to oh, nom no. on this. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, cool. Thanks, bud. Cat things. So that's good for recording. But welcome to the Puckle Podcast. This isn't a podcast about cats, but Puckle, of course, stands for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name we came up with in 2007, where we talk everything Pokemon. From the trading card game to the video game to everything in between. Wait, did you say 2007? 2007, yeah. Is this the 15th year? Okay, so, okay, it's confusing because, like, the anniversary is on, like, the 31st of December, 2007. Oh, <laughs> so, okay. like, so, like, Puckle 15 technically takes place, like, we're, we've completed 14 years. This is the year of Puckle 15, though. This is, yeah, I guess this would technically be Puckle 15, or, I, yeah. I don't know, would you celebrate Puckle 15, like, at the end of the year? I don't know. No, I celebrated the entire year. Okay. Yeah. Well, I meant like next long. year. Do you celebrate it next year? Because we can. No, you celebrate it this year. Years. Okay. Yeah, it has to be fine. this year. I don't know. I don't know. I also don't care. Uh, this is this <laughs> is the year fifteen. I don't want to think about it because it makes me remember my mortality, and oh, oh my. I, I, yeah, I don't want to deal with that. I mean, those those first episodes were pretty good. Thatch. I mean, oh, uh, let's stop lying to ourselves. <laughs> the, I, literally, if you go listen to the first episode of the podcast now, there's a warning from me from like five years ago. Saying, please don't listen. Please don't listen to this. <laughs> but I like how it's still available. I, my favorite was six and a half. Wait, episode six and a half? Is that what you said? <laughs> yes. I don't. I don't know if that's on the actual feed right now. I think oh, that's a Patreon exclusive oh. episode. Well, never mind then. Yeah, it's a Patreon exclusive episode. Episode six and a half. But yeah, uh, what have you guys been up to in Pokemon lately? Or I guess in life, you can tell me in life. I don't care. Claude, do you want to go first? Uh, sure, I can go first. You know, I do some, you know, drafting in some other servers. Uh, I've been playing through, you know, some Nuzlocks. You know, just, you know, picking up in my free time. Still lots of Unite, because I like Unite. Um, Unite's like fun. Yeah. I like Unite. The problem is, like, I do so much Pokemon that I don't have time for it. And it's one of those games that requires you to, like, be like, this is my game. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? I understand. Oh, I've just been messing around. I'm waiting for, you know, things to happen. There's a lot of stuff on the horizon I will, you know, get more involved with when the time comes. But That's very true. That's very yeah. true. So it's, it's, I, I feel like I'm in a waiting period right now just because, like, COVID is taking over again. Yes. So it's a lot of like, all right, what can you find yourself to do? And, you know, we, we only have another 20 days till, at least at the time of recording, I think, till Legends Arceus comes out. Yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, just, uh, it's just we're like holding over. I keep the, I keep I just know like end of January and then I don't know when end of January is. So for some reason I keep thinking February. 
so my life is really bad and I do this a lot just with dates and like my anniversaries, my birthday, my wife's birthday, because for me, I operate by days of the week. I go Monday, I'm doing this. I have these meetings. Tuesday, I'm doing this. Wednesday, I'm doing this. Thursday, I'm doing this. Friday, I'm doing this. Saturday, I'm recording the podcast. Sunday, I'm doing this, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, that's my normal week. And so in that, there are no dates, there's no numbers, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just which day of the week it is. And so if I have to remember like my wife's birthday or even my birthday, I have to go, that is going to be on Thursday this week. You know what I mean? <laughs> or I'll forget. I'll completely forget. Like I forgot my brother's birthday in December. Oh, see, really? I live by the calendars. I have to put everything on my calendar or else it's, it's gone. No. Yeah, it's awful because I can't do I can't do dates. It's awful. My brother's birthday was December 19th and like I'm doing advent calendar. I'm making the images for it. And, like I'm typing out December 19th and stuff. But in my head, I go, yes, today is Sunday. <laughs> and so then like I post it and then I called my parents and they're just like, yeah, make sure you call your brother. It's his birthday. I was like, oh, yeah, I totally knew that. I was going to call him after this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I still have no idea when my brother's birthday is. I know it's July. <laughs> like early july and i've just always known it's just then i just don't remember when it's in early july yeah i know when i know what date i know the dates like i know when my wife's birthday is i know when my birthday is like i know the dates i know my anniversary's date i just like when the day comes i won't remember because i'll be like yes today is wednesday and yeah. that's it like that's how i operate yeah it's bad. i have to put it on my calendar and get notifications for things or else i'm i can't yeah. do it i don't keep track of anything I have literally forgotten my own birthday before. I purposely try to avoid my own birthday. I'm to the point now where, like, I mean, I have to do math to figure out how old I am. I'm like, how old <laughs> my age? Like, it's, like, oh, yeah, birthday, okay. I, I only know how old I am because I know my retirement date. <laughs> 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 like, that's it. I know my retirement date, so I oh. subtract. I go, okay, that's 62. This is this year. Cool. That's, that's how old I am. That's too much. I know my retirement date. That's the day that I'll remember. Okay. I'll be like, yeah, that's a Tuesday. I actually don't know what day it is. So what have you done? What have you been up to, uh, Mark? Anything Pokemon-wise since the last time you've been here? So, well, first of all, I want to say that, you know, our Nuzlocke uh, that we were doing, Dunsparce Gang, ended horribly for me. I've never done Nuz a Nuzlocke before. So I was like, yeah, I'm just going to run into it and, you know, Oof, play no. it like a normal game. And then, no. yeah, I was like, okay, everything just died. <laughs> no, you can't but, do uh, that. Especially with, like, Rourke and uh, oh, yeah. BDSP. Because Rourke uh -huh. is actually a really, really hard first encounter for yeah. uh, for a Nuzlocke. He uh, is? Because, yeah, Kranidos is disgusting. It destroys is. things. Yeah. But, it was but you bad have time. access to Geodude or Machop usually. So one, Machop doesn't always survive a headbutt from a Granados. Okay. Mm -hmm. And did you purposely not pick a water type or a grass type starter? Oh I did. Yeah, I did as well. It, 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 it's it really did, it, it uh, died. <laughs> yeah, it dies. Because Kranidos's base speed is stupid high. Yeah. With its attack. Like all it is, that thing is like defense, attack, and speed. Like that is what Kranidos is, mm -hmm. and it will just destroy your team if you do not if you're not careful with it. You have to like plan for Kranidos in the Nuzlocke of Diamond and Pearl Platinum. It, it's absolutely horrible. Yeah, never consider yeah. that. Pro tip: you actually have to you actually have to plan for Kranidos encounters mm -hmm. in, in those Nuzlocks. Then there was also that one trainer who has like the Gyarados. Oh, the Gyarados Raichu, the Gyarados Raichu uh. double battle. Yeah, that took out like two of my mons. Is that the one in the forest or the going to 
the third gym? Yes, going to the third. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Uh, it's either going to the third gym or going to Celestial Town. I forget which one. Yeah, it, it's around. It's around Route Two Ten. Yeah, because there there are two double battles. I remember being difficult yes. to fight through. That Gyarados, yes. the Gyarados Raichu Wombo combo is pretty pretty rough as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I so I replayed the game. I was like, screw it, I'm just gonna replay it normally. So I played through BDSP, uh, which was my first time really playing through Gen 4. Mm-hmm. So, because I think I've told you before, my experience with Gen 4 previously when it came out was my friends found out how to, you know, generate Pokemon. So yeah, yeah. we just ginned our way through the Gen. And uh, so I didn't really get to play it for real until now. So now I'm just kind of waiting until there's home connectivity. As everyone is. Yeah. So now I'm just uh, doing, filling out my living decks slowly with the correct Pokeballs I want the Olnimons to be in, uh, basically in Sun and Moon. So I've been playing a lot of Gen 7. I think the balls are the biggest travesty in, uh, in BDSV because they could have they, they just like given you a way to get the Kurt Balls in the game. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And then you could have caught like a ton of stuff in Kurt Balls, which would have been really nice. And yeah. they're just like, no, we're going to make those event only. So they're in the code. You can get them. Uh, they're yeah, technically they're legal. There. They're legal. Yeah. But you just can't get them unless you like pre-ordered it in a very specific way. Yep. Which is dumb. I hate that. Yeah, because then you have to buy both games to get those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forget which which, uh, which service you had to buy it through, but I was like, oh man, Kurt Balls, and it's like, oh no, never mind. Yeah, <laughs> I don't exactly. want to buy both of these. You had to like, you had to like buy it, and you had to buy them both like physically. Right. And yeah, it was absolutely nutters. Yeah. So no thanks. Yep. Yep. So yeah, it's a uh, it's a bad time. It's it a is a bad time. <laughs> I uh, I'm I did a draft thingy too, like Claude did. I think it was the same one. No, no, I'm gonna I'm I do others. Oh, too. we're talking about a different one then. I did one, yeah. and then uh, yeah, I mean I've been playing a lot of Pokemon on stream though. So <laughs> yeah, I've been playing this Emerald Nuzlocke. I've been having a good time with it. Yeah, that's on stream Twitch TV slash The Puckle Podcast. Yeah. Have a good time over there with our Pokemon Emerald Nuzlocke. Head on over. Definitely on Tuesdays and then randomly on other days right now. <laughs> and that's his time. I'm trying to make it Thursday specifically, but it's not working out. Like, I was going to do it this Thursday, but uh, we also are doing, like, the YouTube stuff at the same time. So, like, we're doing a Soul Silver Nuzlocke over on YouTube. Yeah. Which you should go over and check out, by the way. It's out now. By the time you listen to this, two of them will be out, which is good to know. And so, yeah, youtube.com slash, I think it's technically slash C slash Puckle Podcast, because that's how that works. But you can go check out the YouTube over there and watch it. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even like sell that like as exactly a Nuzlocke. I really like that format that we do because they're like little mini podcasts <laughs> that you can listen to us while we're playing a Nuzlocke. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I, I definitely recommend them. I definitely recommend them. But yeah, by the time this is out, you'll have two of them to watch. So definitely go watch it while you can. Yeah. But yeah, I mean that's that's a lot what I've been doing. On that note, though, let's uh, let's go over to the news. So let's cue yeah. that epic music. News. Coming to you live from the Lavender Town Radio Tower. This just in. And welcome to 
the puckle or the news, not the puckle podcast. We've already been here. Uh, <laughs> that too. And I'm, it, my segues are just off right now. Okay, it's after the holidays. It's fine. That's funny because my segues only go like forward and backward. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Moving on. We've got some news to talk about. Uh, January 21st or 25th, if you like Tetris 99, well, boy, does Pokemon have something for you. You can earn a Legends Arceus theme in Tetris 99. Yeah. Wow. To be fair, I, to be fair, I did do it for the Sword and Shield one back at like a few years ago when that happened. So did I. I don't even know what Tetris 99 is. Uh, so if you have Nintendo Online, uh-huh. you can play Tetris 99 for free. So it's basically Tetris, but every time you clear a bunch of lines, it sends a bunch of lines to somebody else at the bottom of their screen. Oh. So like that they have to then fill in. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of neat. So it's basically a hundred person battle yeah. or one verse 99 all in a game. Now think about if you took Fortnite and okay. you wanted to play Tetris instead. <laughs> now you're talking my language. Uh, that is, that is what, uh, that is what Tetris 99 is. Yeah. Gotcha. Huh. Uh, it's Battle Royale, but Tetris. Yes. Cool. We also have the Japanese overview trailer, which was shown for Arceus. Um, no new Pokemon were shown, but there was new footage. Uh, so we still haven't seen the starter evolutions yet. So speculations, I'm sure, are still swirling. I want them to stop. I just want them to show them so I don't have to deal with it anymore. Because it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It is. We're going to get crazy evolutions. It's going to be great. Claude, I only don't want it to happen because I'm tired of my friends trusting leakers on the internet. And I want that because like this has been the biggest like leak so far um, out of these leakers has been there. The starters are getting Hisuian evolutions. And I just want it to be wrong. I want it to be wrong so that they can all see that leakers are garbage. And when I tell them, hey, don't trust the source, they actually believe me because it's the most frustrating thing in the world. But Thatch, my uncle who works at Game Freak says that uh, they're getting uh, new Hisuian evolutions, so they have to. Yeah, the the so the one that they're really sourcing right now, the leaker that they're really sourcing, um, also recently said that Sneasel and Weavile were getting regional evolutions or Hisuian forms, which I don't think is going to happen because they've actually been very clear to stay away from Pokemon that are in the Diamond and Pearl Pokedex, like the regional decks. Because why would they those Pokemon have regional differences? It makes sense for especially like the Gen Five stuff. Like I totally understand that stuff having regional differences in Hisui, but I don't understand. I don't understand uh, like Piplup. Why would Piplup have a regional evolution? Right? It shouldn't. Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's not. Yeah, the Gen Four that. starters are not. It's all the new ones they brought in. Yeah. But, okay. But what I'm talking about is Sneasel and Weavile, which are very ingrained in the uh, Diamond and Pearl regional decks. Uh, but yeah. Okay, moving on. Let's go Let's go to some video game battling news, Claude. This is actually the most exciting thing to ah, announce. Ah, yes. Series 12 rules were announced, now allowing two restricted legendaries. It'll last through August, likely to keep the format consistent through Worlds. GG, BSS. GG. Yeah, time to bring <laughs> uh, back your, your, your Zashians and your Groudons and your Kyogres. This kills BSS, because it's a 3v3 format, and you can have two restricted legends. Ah, oh, great. So I can have my Zacian and my Zacian counter. Exactly. That's literally what everybody's going to do. It's going to be Zacian plus Zacian counter. Yep. The, uh, on that ta- Off that tangent, let's go talk about <laughs> Pokemon Go. Uh, the Mountains of Power event is going on through Thursday. It introduces Shiny Slugma and Mega Aerodactyl. 
Heatrans in raids too. And there are a couple of missions you can do during the event, mostly earning candy with your buddy or walking or hatching eggs. Because you gotta get outside, you lazy bums. Yeah. Yes. There's, uh, there is no danger outside, no deadly viruses going around. No. 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 What's a virus? At, uh, at record high levels, it's fine. I thought a virus was only in Mega Man. That's true. <laughs> pew, pew, pew! <laughs> My arm gun. There we go. Okay. Uh, you take the next one. These, the next two are more exciting, I think. Yeah. Most exciting thing I've read in a long time is Feel Community Day is coming January 16th. Exciting, exciting. Shiny Sfeel uh, is cute, so please don't forget about it. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to. A Community Day Classic was also announced for January 22nd to bring back Bulbasaur. Great for new players who missed it when the game first came out. Honestly, I think <laughs> I think Community Day Classic is a great idea. Community Days have been happening for like three or no, four years now. And they don't repeat. And the thing is, I saw somebody, I saw, I saw Joe Merrick of all people comment on how this was really boring and not a good idea. And I was just like, I don't know if this is sarcasm or not, because I thought you want more people to play this game. <laughs> I feel like everyone says that anytime this happens. They're like, Oh, yeah. this Pokemon we already seen before. And it's like, yeah, yeah. well, you know, people come and go. If you want new people to play the game, like it's been four years, guys. Like. Just, just let them do it. Just let them do it. I don't know. I, I don't understand the disdain for it. I don't either. I'm happy either way. I think it's a great idea, especially because like it's hard to get Pokemon with the exclusive moves as well. And so being able to revisit some old ones, I, I love. I hope every week has two community days. This is 100% what they should do. Get up to three, four community days. Let's do it. Community <laughs> days every day. They kind of already do it with two. They kind of already do it with Tuesdays. They have spotlight hours. Every Tuesday. And it's for just like random Pokemon, which is really good though. I, I really enjoy that. Like if you're missing like a specific Pokemon, like there's a chance it'll hit, happen on Tuesday. Yeah. I always forget that is a thing though. Cause sometimes I'll like log in kind of idly and be like, Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this is happening. And then like a bunch of Finneon show up for no reason. Uh-huh. And you're just like, uh-huh. Whoa. <laughs> All right. So, uh, I guess there's just Puckle news to talk about. Um, survey is still open, but we, we did not hit the 200 in time to be able to do the giveaways. Womp womp. No. Uh, no, we hit, we got really close. We got to like 180, but yeah, still fill it out. We'd like to hear what you guys have to say. We'll probably keep it open until the end of January. Um, on top of that, uh, I just want to revisit and let you guys know that there's new stuff on Patreon for those of you who want to do it. Like a lot of updates that happen. I still need to write them down on Patreon. Patreon's just very hard to edit and I keep forgetting. <laughs> so, uh, if you're at the $2 tier, you, you no longer, I believe, uh, you no longer just get access to, uh, the discord chat, but you can actually also comment, uh, once a month on suggesting a podcast topic. We go through it around the 15th of each month. We'll decide which topics we like, and we'll give you a choice of three to vote on uh, at the $2 tier. You also get, like I said, access to the Patreon chat on our Discord. Uh, at the $5 tier, Packle is coming back um, once Shamu and I get to sit down and get together again. Um, you also get uh, you get all the things from the previous tier. And uh, there was something else I gave that tier, and I forgot already. Uh, but then in uh, the $10 tier, no longer is the Pokemon of the episode giveaway just the one Pokemon. It's the whole team that we talk about on the show. So you can get all six. So definitely do that um, if you're interested in that. Uh, $15 tier is relatively unchanged, except now we have a BDSP breeder bot as well as the yeah. normal breeder bot. So if you want to get some certain Pokemon in BDSP or maybe items like Kirk's Balls like we were talking about, yes. uh, you can use the breeder bot to do that. 
Mm-hmm. You can all. I've of never course, done that before. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, can, you can, of course, go ahead uh, and donate higher, but we anything you give us is appreciated. Um, yeah, if you don't do it, just listening to the show is appreciated. But we just, I just want to let everybody know that we do have some updated tiers there, and uh, we appreciate everybody's support. Uh, I'll let Claude though talk about the next next thingy that's going on. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time once again for the UUTC or the Ultimate Underground Tournament of Champions. Starting today, you can now sign up for the UUTC for 2022. Our rules this year will follow a BDSP 3v3 singles, which is basically BSS on BDSP. Single battle, bring six, choose three at team preview. All Pokemon level 50. Uh, No two Pokemon can hold the same item. No two of the same Pokedex number. Uh, There's a ban list of a bunch of legends. All matches are best two out of three. It's going to be fun. Um... Everyone will have to, uh, we're gonna leave it open for most of January, then have a week in February where, you know. Everything kicks people, off? Well, if people sign up, they have a week to use the bot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah, I know. You get to use the bot for your teams. You do get access to the breeder yes. bot. Uh, we will, so, we are offering the breeder bot to people for one because week. Because there's no rental teams. Team. There's exactly. no rental teams. So this mm-hmm. is our workaround. So if you abuse it, we will kick you from the tournament. Yeah, just don't abuse it. Use it for your teams. Use don't, it just for your team. We will be watching. Don't. Yeah, don't yes. don't don't pull a mark and try to get sixteen level balls, okay? Yes. <laughs> and for those wondering, there is a format on Showdown for this if you want to practice. Is there? Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, that, that that's half the reason why I think we picked it. I believe uh, it is BDSP three v three singles. BDSP three v three singles. So it, it should be a fun time. Come one, come all. Huzzah! Yeah, exactly. Okay, wonderful. Well, on that note, then, I guess it's the time to uh, go to our trivia segment in Puckle's Pokey Quiz. So we're going to go ahead and flip on over to that and quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Oh, hi, and welcome to the Pokey Quiz. The part of the show where we quiz our co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. I'm Mark, here to explain the rules. Our fabulous co-hosts will work as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions that fans have submitted on the Discord server. Each question is worth one point, with Pokedex and multiple answer questions worth more, for a total of seven points. The host can use a free hint at any time. If they get all the answers correct and do not use the hint... They can cash it in for an eighth point. And welcome to our segment with the uh, the trivia, Puckle Spoky Quiz. Thank you for that introduction, Mark, yourself again, probably. Thank you. Because I, I, I need to update it, uh, and I haven't done it yet. <laughs> did you find a replacement for me yet? Or? I did, but they asked me to write a script, and that's a lot of work, oh. okay? Uh, <laughs> well, I can write uh, them a script. It's fine. Oh. Perfect. Done. Uh, there we go. <laughs> but without further ado, let's jump into these questions. Our first question this week is going to come to you from Foxy. Ooh. One of the most notable features of regional Pokemon forms is the different types they may have. However, there is one type that no regional Pokemon form has ever been. Which type is it? Is, is it? And I want to make the distinction between a regional form and a regional evolution. Regional evolutions are different than uh, regional forms. Okay. So, um, so you're like the TCG of, might call Obstagoon Galarian Obstagoon, but it's Obstagoon. 
So you're as saying an example. The, what regional Pokemon has there not been a type of? Uh, yeah, what type? Well, the what type of Pokemon? Like what? Yeah, regional forms have not had what type included yet. There's only one actually, which is really surprising. Let's see. So there's a lot of ice. There's a lot of dark. Um, I guess there's theory. technically two. There's technically two. I think. All right. So what? Like, oh, there is. Okay. You, you want to start with Alola, and we can or just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just go down the list. Here. Okay. Like, so the first. We have the Rattatas. So that's dark. Dark and normal. Yeah, dark and normal. So that's dark uh, and normal gone. Um, there's, there's technically there's, two answers to this, but uh, I'll take uh, I'll take either or. Oh my gosh, Thatch. There's sand true, which is ice and steel. Yep, that's. I believe um, we're, uh, we're missing psychic electric Pikachu or Raichu. Raichu, yep. Um, there's a uh, Volpix, which uh, is fairy ice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Doug Trio is ground steel. Yeah, uh, ground Meowth steel. is dark and. I guess you can have a steel version of Meowth as well. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Electric ooh, Rock Geodude. Uh, yeah, Rapidash is Psychic Fairy. Uh, Muck and Grimer, Poison Dark. Uh, poison Psychic with the Slowpoke. Farfetch yep. is Fighting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Execute is Dragon. Or I mean, Executor is Grass Dragon. A Marowak Alolan is Fire Ghost. Fire Ghost, yeah. Um, is Bug the only one I can think of? That doesn't have a... Uh, I think it might be Bug. Yeah. Bug is the first thing that comes to my mind. Um, doesn't yeah. Have, that I, can, I can't think of a regional off the top of my head for it, but I could no, be wrong. I, um, I think you're right. Because if you think of all the Galarian, like, Articuno, Mo- uh, Zapdos, and Moltres, you had Dark Fighting and Psychic there, and Flying, yeah, obviously. Yeah, that's true. I don't think that there's any yeah, Bug. I'm going to need an answer, yeah. Let's go with Bug. Bug, bug is correct. Uh, water also, technically, I think. Yeah, I guess, I guess um, so, yeah. No. What do you mean? Yeah, yeah water no, technically. There's, nothing, there's no water. Is there yeah. really no water? Yeah. Because yeah. Slowpoke uh, dropped water, right? Water, yeah, did. Slowpoke drops it. Seven out of so, eight, not enough water. Yeah, not enough, <laughs> not, no water regional is, water and bug. Like, those are the weird, that's a weird type combo to, like, be missing. Wow, I could have sworn uh, there was a water. Yeah, Cleavor wow. is actually a new evolution, so that doesn't count as a regional, obviously, but yeah. It's also not, not uh, you know, yeah. yet. I, I also don't think, well, I, I would have included, like, uh, stuff that has been announced, right? We could talk about Hisuians. I don't know. I, I, honestly, I would classify Cleavor more as just, like, a new evolution for Scyther. Yeah, at this I would moment. Too. At this moment. Yeah. Is it, is it confirmed to be a Scyther evolution? Yeah. Yeah, yeah oh. Cleavor is a Scyther evolution. We just don't know if it's, like, Hisuian Scyther or something stupid, but I, I can see uh, I, a world where it's just regular Scyther. It could just be regular Scyther. It's like an Obstagoon versus, like, well, I don't uh, think it's not. It's not so much an obstagoon. It's more like it's like a polytoed polyrath, right? right? Oh, polytoed uh, polyrath. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. You know what I mean? It's more yes. like that than it's. Uh, so like Scyther can already evolve. So this is this isn't really breaking the Eviolite thing if they just made it regular Scyther. But like Stantler, probably Hisuian Stantler exists. Okay. And yo, you know Eviolite I mean? Stantler gonna be busted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys are one for one. Our next question is going to be from, uh, from Onyer. Onyer? Uh, what is the ghost type move with the lowest accuracy? Oh, man. <laughs> um, ghost type with low accuracy? I thought they all had good accuracy. Yeah, uh, maybe that's the trick here. That's the question, I think, Claude. <laughs> oh, God. Um,. I'm, I'm trying to think of, like, what I... So I believe there's only, like, 30 different, like, ghost-type moves. It's killing me. 
Right. There uh, are not a lot. Watch, this is going to be one with it's like 90. Watch should be Poltergeist or something like that. Because Poltergeist yeah. is 90. Um, it does? Okay. Um, okay, so let's keep that in mind then. Yeah, I, that's the only one I know of that, like... <laughs> that's the only one I know of, because it misses for me in Draft League, and it pisses me off. <laughs> oh, gosh. I, that is why that, because I, I know nothing else. Yeah, I'm drawing blanks on this one. Well, uh, you, you want to lock it in, or do you want to keep thinking? Uh, what, do you, what do you think, Claude? I don't know. <laughs> lock it in. Let's lock it in. Why not? And this is for me more than Focus Blast misses for me, and that's bothering me. The answer is Poltergeist. Is it really? Uh, it is the only ghost type move with less than a hundred percent accuracy. <laughs> of course, the only ghost type move with a ninety percent accuracy. Good for ghost types. That's wow. Yeah. All right. Well, that's two for two for you guys. Our next question is going to be your Pokedex entry question. We're going to jump right on into it. This question is okay. going to come to you from the British gent himself. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> and the British gent says, it's Pokemon Black 2 slash White 2. Pokedex entries read, it suddenly falls out of the sky in the morning. Knowing it's weak, it simply feeds until it evolves. Who's that Pokemon? Okay. Suddenly falls out of the sky in the morning. In the morning? Yeah. Uh... Knowing it's weak, it simply feeds until it evolves. Oh, man. Um, would this be like... Like, uh, until it evolves. Sounds like it's a bug. Wait, no. So this is, this is you said, black. Black and white, Black right? 2, yeah, black 2, white 2. So okay. it's at least black Gen two, 5 or okay. earlier. Okay. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Earlier, um, yeah. Um, because, also note die? that it's both Pokedex entries read the same thing. Can you, can you repeat it one more time? It suddenly falls out of the sky in the morning. Knowing it's weak, it simply feeds until it evolves. It simply feeds. It falls out of the sky. So is, what, is it going to be a flying type, maybe? I thought it was a bug that, like, you know, falls out of a tree and then, you know, evolves and flies. This one is kind of hard. Ah. Man. Yeah, that's really vague. Um, um what is a, what's weak? Lots of things are weak. Um... Uh, which little bug like is a it? Caterpie. I, I, I mean, I that's what, that's what I'm thinking. I thought Caterpie. Yeah, weakest po- weakest Pokemon ever in Gen Five. Oh, very weakest Pokemon ever. Isn't that like Sunkern? Ooh, but what would Sunkern fall out of the sky? No. <laughs> Where exactly. Is Where's it falling from? <laughs> do you want to just do Sunkern? <laughs> just our throwaway. That makes no sense, though. Dude, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, because I know back. Do, okay, what about trying, Caterpie then? I, I would trust Caterpie more than Sunkern on this. I think <laughs> just yeah, because, like, what, it, is, what does Sunkern even eat? What sun? Does it feed on the sun. <laughs> yeah, photosynthesis. Photosynthesis. Okay, let's let's lock in Caterpie. Okay, then let's go Caterpie. <laughs> Caterpie's incorrect. Okay. Uh, the, right. the next entry is from Soul Silver. Okay. And it. it reads, It lives by drinking only dewdrops from under the leaves of plants. It is said that it eats nothing else. Dewdrops. What? Badoo? Weakest Pokemon <laughs> in Gen 4 lore. Okay, if it's Gen 4, I know for a fact it's Sunkern, because there was the whole joke about that with the Pokathlon, because it's nuts in the Pokathlon. Right. So, okay, maybe we should just, yeah, Sunkern. All right, let's say Sunkern. Let's lock it. Sunkern is correct. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, How the fur does that fall from the sky? Yeah, I imagine it gets from? kicked up. It's got a little like propeller on its head, you know. It no, it flies. doesn't. Like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just telling you. I'm just reading you the Pokedex entries, okay? Learn fly. That's the big. You guys are, here. you guys are three for three here, okay? Uh, your next question is worth up to three points because okay. uh, the, the next multi- question, the next question has seven answers. Oh boy! I, I do <sighs> need you to give me three for each point. If you get all seven, you get three points. All right. So this one is from Gus, and he wants to know, or they want to know, uh, what are the specific seven specific moves that may cause a Pokemon to evolve if known when leveling up? Oh, um, ancient power. Yeah. Double. Oh, hit. you have to lock them in, and you'll get uh, you'll get okay, three fine. strikes, and then you're out. Just as a heads up. Are you locking in ancient power? Ancient power. Yeah. That is correct. Double hit. Lock in. That is correct. That's two. Mimic. That is that is three. You got one point. There you go. That's you do have the hint, by the way, as well. Don't forget. But uh, okay. Um. Uh. Uh. Dry, uh dragon pulse. Uh, dragon pulse is pulse. correct. Playful. Okay. Uh, that's where my mind went. Um. Uh. There are more. Yeah. There are. There are three more. How does how does uh uh Plus evolve? Oh. Um. Uh, is it just by level up? No, it's he has to know a certain is move. It? I don't remember which one it is though. Oh god, I it's been a long time since I've evolved one of those things. Uh, yeah, because it's Clavopus. Uh, Steeny evolves. I know by a move. Okay, I don't remember what uh, they are. Uh, off the top of my Steeny, head. Steeny. Oh wait, wait, it's it's whole thing is like kicking, right? Um, or, uh, or Serena. Oh, oh, uh, stomp. So, it's stomp. Stomp, okay. Yeah. Stomp is correct. That, right, is, uh, so that is five. Are you You're missing two. Sylveon with a fire, any right. fairy type move? Right, that's what no. I was going to say. Like, so no, we okay. don't count that because that also requires friendship. It's just a base friendship evolution now. No, it's not. With a fairy it's, type it's, it's, I thought it's it was, still fairy type, isn't it? I thought it was fairy type move. Yeah. yeah, it's fairy type move with friendship, I think. I thought it was just fairy type move, but all right. It's um, not. No, it's not just. It's not just fairy type move. So that's five. There's still two more. Something I have to go through the wands I can think of because I know Apom is double oh hit. Bonsley I thought was mimic. Yeah, no, so, I, yes, you're correct. Yeah, in that. we got yes. those. Okay, I know. You I just those. have to go through it in my head. You're missing two. I don't remember. You're missing two. Uh, the Pokemon is Clavopus. I'll give that's you that one of them for free. And then there's another Pokemon that you're missing. Uh, Oh, uh, Gen 4. Gen 4. Um, ah, Linian's favorite boy. Licky Licky evolves with a move. Oh, God. What, is it, what does it evolve with? Yep. I wish I could tell you. Uh, you do have the hint, or you could just you could just take the L here. What is Clavopus? Clavopus is a you have uh, You have 45 seconds. I will take ah. this 45 seconds and come up with something. All right. So Clavopus so is a type. fighting octopus. Yes, right. but I remember it not being a fighting move because that was dumb because I used it in the game. Okay. Um, uh, was it like something like taunt? Yes, taunt. That's it. Really? Yep. Taunt is 100%. Taunt is taunt is correct. Uh, okay. That is six. <laughs> that is two points. You need to figure out how Licky Licky evolves in the next thirty seconds. For it. For or it, use the for hint. For it. For it. For it. Or <laughs> use the hint. Um. Do you want to use the hint? <sighs> Fine. Let's use the hint. Right. Um. Licky Licky is round, so he likes to roll. Roll out. Roll out. Rollout is correct. That gives you the three points. Uh, <laughs> That's dumb. Uh, 
Yep. So there you go. You got all of them. Ancient Power for Pilotswine, Tangela, and Yanma. Dragon Pulse for Poipole. Mimic for Bonsland, Mime Jr. Double Hit for Apom. Rollout for Licky Licky. Um, and stomp for Steeny to Serena and Taunt for Clubopus. I, I did not know the Licky Licky one. That bothers me. Yeah, I, I should have known that. that. All right, your last question. You guys are six for four, so you can go be seven for four here. Woo! This is uh, from Skullmane Banky. Yeah. What electric type Pokemon has the highest base attack of all electric type Pokemon? Non legendary. Non legendary. Non legendary. Oh, non legendary. I'm like, I think it's Zekrom. It's not Zekrom. Not okay. Zekrom. <laughs> so. <laughs> um, do you, are you counting mythicals in that too, or no? Mythicals are also not in this. They're not in this. Okay. So there goes my thought that it was, uh, could have been Zeraora. Um, there's not a lot of, like, electric types. Like, uh, Alolan Golem comes to mind. Um. Oh, yeah. As an option, potentially. Uh, um, Electivire could be yeah, up there. Yeah, Electivire was, was what came to mind for me. And then Luxray are the only things I can think oh, of. Oh, yeah, Luxray. I didn't think it was. Luxray's 120. Is it really? Yeah. Okay. I know, yeah, I, I know Electivire, I know, I, I know Luxray's 120, I know Golem's 120. That's okay, about what about it. Electivire? No idea. I just, uh, I know it could be up there. The only one I can think of. Cause I know okay. both those, all those are above Coco, which is 115. Okay. And that's where my math stops in my head. It's whether or not Electivire is above 120 or if I had any of those numbers wrong. Well, the, okay, so the process of elimination, if we know that the others are two, other two are 120. Well, I don't. I, I, my, my thought process is the, the, is Golem. I know for a fact Alolan Golem is 120. I don't, I believe Luxray is somewhere within 120 to 125. And I believe Electivire is also in there because they all came from Gen 4. And Gen 4 was the um, physical electric type boys. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, I mean, my instinct still says Electivire. Let's go but, with your instinct. Let's just go right. with Team Instinct, here we go. Electivire is correct. With, uh, <laughs> nice. With base 123. Oh, 123. That's it. Oh, yeah, wow. Alolan okay. Golem and Luxray are tied for second place, though. They are 120. 120. Okay. Oh, there we go. All right, yeah. they're tied for 120. So that gives you guys seven points today. And Woo-hoo. that does, uh, I think that does something to the trivia score sheet. I don't know, actually. So, uh, actually, it does. It gives Claude first place. Yeah, 15 points. Nice. I I I I found out my Scun Tank sitting cutie is available, so I need to win trivia together. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Um, you think so I'm joking? We're gonna get... It's going to be Scun so Tank, and it's going to be In first stunk. place, in first place, we've got Claude Nine with 15 points. We've got Seth Vilo in second place with 14 points, right behind him. Followed up with a three-way tie for third place between Linian R Sigma and Mark with seven points. Everybody else has yet to get on the board. On that note, we're gonna uh, we're gonna kick it on over to the topic after this short break. Hey, would you like a green Tauros badge? Well, you can have one if you come over to our Patreon at patreoncom podcast, We are going to be giving them out once we hit eight hundred and fifty dollars. We're going to be giving those to every patron at the ten dollar plus tier because uh, we love you guys. We'd love to see this project project made. Of course, if we hit any other thresholds on the way there, such as eight hundred dollars for the week long giveaways to the community, that would also happen as well. So, if you'd be interested in getting a green Taurus badge, be f- feel free. Come on over. Uh, if you can't support the show, don't worry about it. You just listening is enough for us. So, until then, though, guys, I'm Thatch, and I'll catch you guys on the flip-flop.
And welcome to the topic. Our topic today is Pokemon Power Creep. We're talking about Power Creep, how it's changed, and how to how to make how to fix it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Claude, I feel like you have more things open for the introduction to this than I do, so I'll let you introduce it. I start. We start as soon as I take a bite of my power bar. I'm like, great. Mouth is full of food. Yeah, keep going. Tell us. Tell us about Power yeah. Creep, Claude. Okay, right now. So, if we've noticed from Pokemon Gen One Pokemon aren't nearly as strong in some cases as, you know, the new Pokemon they're releasing in Gen 8. And like and that's natural that like over time things have changed. Like you think Gen 1's most powerful Pokemon, I mean, barring all like legendaries. I can think of like a couple. You have like Dragonite, Alakazam. Gyarados no, Gyarados, Gyarados. and Snorlax? Snor- sure. Yeah. But like now let's take a look at those versus like anything from like most things from Gen 8. I want to take a look at the Gen 8 viability rankings. OU viability rankings uh, for this. Because, like, I think a lot of Gen 1 still makes it. You will you will see just Dragonite in there. Maybe Zapdos. I don't disagree with you entirely. But, like, the big point is the fact that, like, things have changed a lot from Gen 1 to now. Yeah. And they've only gotten stronger. Like, besides, like, Gen 1 had, besides Belly Drum being in Gen 1, I think... Yeah, Clefable. Clefable is a rank in, in Gen 8 OU. That's right, but Clefable started as a normal type. It also got a buff. It did get a buff. It's only S rank now because it got buffed and it got uh, fairy typing. I agree with you. Gen 1 only had, I mean, I said, besides Belly Drum and Amnesia basically being double Calm Mind at the time, mm-hmm. all, all stat boosting things were only two stages. Mm-hmm. You had Sword Stance, you had Agility. I think that was it. Um, whereas... Yeah, in terms of, in terms of plus two, yes. In terms of plus two. Move to gen four, suddenly you get tail glow. Now it's plus three to special attack. To be fair, that was only on Manaphy. That was only on Manaphy at the time. And, uh, okay. I'm just pointing out, like, then you get, now let's, let's go to gen five. You now have cotton guard, that's plus three defense. You have coil, which is plus attack, plus defense, plus accuracy. You have quiver dance, which is plus special attack, special defense, and speed. And then... Shell Smash, which also came out in Gen 5, which is plus mm-hmm. 6, like, plus 6 to stats, like, all of them. And then, like, yes, you have a minus 4, but they also give you White Herb. Turns out I was wrong, by the way, Claude. Turns okay. out, turns out Tail Glow was introduced in Gen 3, and oh. nobody cared because it was on oh, Volbeat. Volbeat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, like, you can see, like, things just have gotten stronger and stronger. And, like, if we go back to Gen 1... Like, you think of, like, oh, what was the best fighting-type Pokemon in Gen 1? Machamp, probably. Mm-hmm. Now Machamp is unviable. Whoa, don't say that. Don't You're gonna hurt its feelings. When are you gonna use a Machamp when <laughs> Conkelder is around? Who hits harder, has priority. Conkelder's, like, a poster child for why I dislike Gen 5 in terms of its design. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. Because, like, they had this concept, and then they definitely ran out of time or something. Because they're just like, yeah, we're going to do this soft reboot. And then they're just like, yeah, so what kind of Pokemon we should put it in? Put in it. And they're like, well, we should put it in these caves. We should put these bat Pokemon. And they're like, and you know what? We should also have some like trade evolutions. What should their trade evolutions be? Oh, well, how about a fighting type? And how about another rock type? And it's just like, are you kidding me? You're just remaking Gen 1. But I'm just <laughs> pointing out like the fighting type in particular is the perfect example of power creep. Like, no, no, fighting type 100%. Yes. Because you have yeah. the champ. And then you look at, alright, like, if you count Gen 2, like, they added Heracross, Hitmontop. Okay, like, I mean, they're both, and Heracross now is more viable, and Hitmontop are both more viable than Machamp. 
You look yes. at you look at like yeah. Uh, but Gen I think for 3. different reasons. They're not doing Machamp things though. To be fair, like the niche that Machamp fills is different. Okay, let's look at Gen three because everything Machamp wants to do, Metachamp does better because of uh, huge power or pure power. Okay, so you don't run Medicham for the same reason you run Machamp. I mean, you used to hit hard. I mean, you used to. I think now you run Machamp because you want a bulky, bulky boy. Oh, and uh, so what about Hariyama then? Oh yeah, Hariyama is okay it, without no guard. I mean, which doesn't ha- doesn't happen until Gen five. Yep. Or no, not no. It happens before Gen five. But even then, like Gen three had Blaziken and Breloom, all which overshadow Machamp. Gen four adds Infernape, Lucario, Gallade. I think you're pooping on Machamp, but you don't know how to use Machamp, Claude. <laughs> sure, I'm just pointing out, like, Power Creep is getting stronger and stronger. Gen 5 has Terrakion and all of the Musketeers. I agree, Power Creep's a thing. I would argue that Gen 8 was acknowledged it far more than previous games, because Gen 8 actually go- takes measures to try to prevent it in a lot of different ways. Because if you look at something like, so let's go back to your Tail Glow example. Outside of Manaphy and Volbeat, what other Pokemon has gotten in the history of Pokemon? That was Zerkatry. And Zerkatry, uh, Tail Glow Zerkatry was like a big deal for a little while. However, if you look at Gen 8 now, uh, Zerkatry no longer gets Tail Glow. If you yes. want to have a Galar ready, uh, Zerkatry, you cannot have Tail Glow on Zerkatry, which I think is phenomenal. That's a, that's a great thing to do. That's how they fought a lot of it was, oh, we'll get rid of a lot of these moves in Gen 8. I, that, they did that, and I mean, not to mention before that, we also had the Gen 6 uh, to Gen 7, and also the Gen 5 to Gen 6 power power balances as well, where they, they tweak the stats of a few Pokemon here and there. But, like, some of those were significant, though. I think the ones that were significant more so were the ones from Gen 6 to Gen 7. Those were significant. The ones from Gen 5 to Gen 6 weren't that good. They, well, I think there they were, were all, like, There were a couple like, from, 10. like, Gen 6 to Gen 7 that mattered. Like, they buffed pretty much all no, the No, no, Gen 6 to Gen 7, I, I, that's the one I agree with you. I think that's the one that, that did but better. But, like, Gen 5 to Gen 6, they gave – they buffed Neoking and Nidoqueen, which made yes. them – like, granted, they buffed their attack by 10 points and gave them sheer Who force. Who cares? Oh, didn't they have Sheer Force before that because of Gen 5? But, like, that's how they started to balance a lot of the set was, oh, if we give them really Hidden good abilities, abilities they can, yes. you know, do something. Like, they buffed Clefable in that generation. I would even argue that Gliscor wouldn't be as good as it was uh, oh, except no. without Hidden Abilities, right? So, 100%. Uh, hidden Abilities were definitely a game changer. They, they've added a lot yes. of things to try to make old Pokemon good again. And relevant. Like, that's, I think that's the constant battle Pokemon fight plays, right? Is, hey, how do we make these Pokemon relevant again? I think regionals are a way they did it. They did it with Megas. They've done it with actual power balances. And they've done it with hidden abilities. Like, every, every exactly. gen has, and its gimmick has done it. Like, I would, I would argue Gen 5's gimmick was hidden abilities in, in the same way that we got, uh, Mega Evolution. I think the rest of them are just, like, really in your face now. <laughs> but, like, right. that's the thing is, like, they've had to balance some things out to make them good. Like, Doug yes, Trio yeah. wasn't used very much before Gen 7 because it only had an 80 base attack stat. Yes. And now it's 100, which is much yes, better. Yes, I agree with you. Uh, to be fair, in Gen 6, I used Diglett and Little Cup all the time, okay? Okay, fair enough. <laughs> uh, I used Diglett and Little Cup, and I think that people didn't use use Doug Trio anyway because of Arena Trap and the number of bajillion times they tried to ban it. Okay. In every single meta ever. Th- this is the power creep that they have done as, like, the base. Like, they have slowly started buffing things. And they've shown that they can and they will, but they didn't do any from Gen 7 to Gen 8, which bothered me. That's because, no, that's because Gen 8 nerfed. That's, that's why, if you look at Gen 8, because the, the Galar battle ready mark, and I think this is a mistake on Smogon's part, is not having a meta where you can also have the Galar battle ready mark as a meta outside of VGC. I think there should be like an OU battle ready Galar or whatever. 
But there's no OU, like, there's no OU anymore. Like, the timer has ruined that. I think there should be still a meta with the Galar Battle Ready mark, because I think Battle Ready balances a lot of things out. Um, it fixes a lot of issues. Like, I mean, Clefable wouldn't get teleported if that were the case. Correct. It would definitely balance a lot of things out. It would change up the tiering, for sure. And I think that's an interesting format. I think it's a more interesting meta. I think it's a more interesting format than base OU right now. Is to is to actually go ahead and do a battle ready because battle ready's kind of been what I've been wanting my entire time in Pokemon because my favorite metas have always been the uh, pre bank pre transfer oh, metas. Oh yeah, pre bank OU Gen uh, seven. Pre bank OU pre bank OU in both Gen six and Gen seven have been my favorite metas of all time. I agree. I would agree with this. You you couldn't have transfer moves. Those that made a huge difference and it was far more limiting. Things were better. Um, smoke or showdown was very bad in implementing them. I know from experience. <laughs> the thing that annoyed me the most. So I used to do viewer battles on Twitch, remember? Way back in the day, back oh, when yeah? the timer didn't wasn't an issue. And I missed doing that because I think that kept me sharp on my po- competitive Pokemon game. And I'm no longer sharp on my Pokemon competitive game as a result. Uh, but one of the things that bothered me was we were playing Gen 7 pre-Bank OU. And uh, on the Showdown server for it, Tentacruel could get Rapid Spin. This is a valid move that Tentacruel could always learn through an egg move. The problem is none of the Pokemon that could give it the egg move <laughs> were available yeah. pre-bank. <laughs> so having a Tentacruel with Rapid Spin was un- was unavailable. And that was a big deal because you were limited on the number of spinners you had in pre-bank o- Gen 7 OU. And so I just remember, like, I caught a, I caught a couple people who would gen because they would they would come in with, like, a Rapid Spin Tentacruel. And I'd be like, oh, you just gen this. At least gen legal stuff, you know? <laughs> exactly. Uh, Rapid Spin Tentacruel is one. And yeah. So like I, I agree, like they they have solely started to nerf that. I appreciate it. I, I mean, this is this is one of the benefits of Dexit, right? Like, if we're gonna have Dexit, at least benefit me. Yeah, but I don't like losing some moves though. They're like, I agree. It, I really don't like how some like, oh, there's a tutor that could teach your Pokemon this move. That's only in this one game. Ye- in which move are you thinking of? Are you th- talking tutor moves in general? I, like, I I wish the tutor moves were a little more consistent throughout the games. I don't disagree with you. They were doing a very good job of that. Uh, like, I don't, I don't mind them taking Toxic from a lot of things, but I liked running Knockoff on a lot of Mons that now don't get Knockoff. I, I think Knockoff was somewhat Toxic as well, but it, uh, but I'm just, uh, <laughs> ah. <laughs> I, I think Knockoff was, uh, Knockoff was, uh, pretty, it was pretty Toxic, uh, to the meta because that was just, you were running around getting, getting like free, like Uber Dark type damage. I mean, honestly, the, the reduction in Knockoff and the loss of Pursuit has made an entire type viable again. Like, you couldn't run ghost types. You could. But. You couldn't lose, but you, you couldn't run ghost types very well at all be- before they remove the tox- or the knockoff usage, or they decreased the knockoff usage and they got rid of Pursuit. I guess. Because Pursuit Trapping was very bad for the game, in my opinion. All right. I mean, it's a way to play, and I can understand people being upset that the way they like to play is gone. But you know what? Pokemon doesn't care about that anymore, obviously, with the 20-minute timer. So, All right, so, so Thatch, if you had to take yes. one Pokemon like, that you think is completely god-awful and make them yes. viable today, who mm. would it be and what would you do? Mark, I'm asking the same question afterwards. I'm going to take this one for Mark. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to do this one for Mark. It's Flareon, because I saw him complain about it yesterday, ah, this morning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he was just like, Flareon just needs a better move pool, and the answer is like, that's not true. Uh, <laughs> but it, but it does. Uh, it, it needs yes more and no. Than that, so, though. so the problem is the problem with Flareon. Like, let, let's take a look at Flareon. So Flareon's got uh, got 
it, the standard evolution spread um, where they have the same base stats, but those base stats get rearranged all over the place. So let me, I'm getting to it. There it is. Okay. So the problem with Flareon is that its distribution of stats is, in, is done very poorly. Base HP of 65, base attack of 130, the attack we can leave where it is, base defense of 60, thanks Flareon, base special attack of 95, why, I don't know, and then base special defense of 110, and base speed of 65. And the problem is, what Flareon really wants to do is come in and Flare Blitz. That's what Flareon wants to do. The problem is, with base 65 speed, Flareon cannot come in and Flare Blitz. So I think think the big issue is the fact that, like, what they did with... Leafeon is what they wanted to do with Flareon. Yes. Like, yes. they gave Leafeon 130 defense, 110 attack, and 95 speed. Yes, and that's what you need to do. That's what you have to do here. You have to you have to flip that special attack stat and, and the speed stat, and I think Flareon's fine. Well, I, I yeah, I, I think if Flareon gets 110 speed, it might become yes. viable. At least a little bit more viable. Not even 110, I'm talking 95 speed. I, I don't think 95 is enough. Because the moment you hit 95, you're competing with Arcanine. That's fine. And I think you need, like, because Arcanine I'm, exists... I'm talking about making it good enough. I'm uh, The other thing you could do... Yes, but I'm, I'm trying to go above and beyond that. <laughs> well, see, your goals are different than mine. Uh, I'm well, talking I, I about making it we, good we, enough. I'm, I'm following the evolution thing, and I want to see how oh, far if we you can really, push if it. you really want to do it, you can change... You should change the hidden ability from Guts. You should... Like, Flareon doesn't need Guts. Um, Flareon needs, like, quick feet like Jolteon got... I don't know. I kind of like guts. If you give it a one ten speed and guts, that's pretty good. Yeah, but I I think one ten speed. So you can't do that, or you're essentially just making Espeon again. I mean, physical Espeon sounds great. Yeah, we don't have. We to be fair, we don't have physical evolution. You you are correct in that. I mean, you have Flareon, and that's it. And you have Leafeon. Yeah, but Leafeon, it's Leafeon. Uh, exactly, it's, it's Leafeon. I'm trying to be like, if you want to make a competitive fire type, fortunately, Leafeon's still better. But uh, like at this point, to have a competitive fire type, you need to either be very fast. I think fire type is too good to do that too, though. But like, I'm trying to think, like, if you give it 110 base speed, I'm looking at like the other fire types that you have to compete with are like Arcanine. Yes. Moltres. Okay, but nobody uses Moltres. Okay. Uh, pe- people don't use it nearly as much. Infernape, that you're now faster than with 110 base speed. Rotom Heat, Heatran, Victini, Darmanitan. Like, I mean, I think the only real competition there is, uh, is Arcanine. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, w- I would consider Infernape a competition, but yes. But if this is your guts, this is your guts mon. So this is your guts version of Arcanine instead of Intimidate version of Arcanine or Flash Fire. Arc- You're right. Instead of being bulkier, you hit twice. You hit harder. So it's the same. It, yeah. So it, it's a different niche that it fills. And then at that like, point, you're comparing it to Starmanitan, who also would have 95 base speed and hits like a truck. Yes, that, that is true. And has a much better move pool. Exactly. So like, you're always going to be worse than Darmanitan. I guess that's true. Okay. Well, then you just give it... Uh, then, then yeah, fine. Give it its one ten speed and make a broken Pokemon. That's fine. I don't think it'd be broken. <laughs> I think it'd be better. I, I don't know any fire types that have like a super high speed. Uh, Blacephalon has uh, Cinderace is the highest. Blacephal- yeah, Blacephalon and Cinderace, and I would I would argue Cinderace is like kind of broken. Talonflame is uh, yeah. Yeah, Talonflame. I mean, Cinderace is broken because it has a broken ability. Yes, yes, yes. That is that is definitely a lot of it. If it doesn't have that ability, it's not nearly as broken. Blacephalon is very good. Blacephalon is good because of its speed. It was because it's an U- UB, and UBs just have these super polarized stats. Other than that, like, you have to be bulky in some regard. I would argue that Ultra Beasts are very, uh, Ultra Beasts are very, I mean, they're just, they're very balanced. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Because they yes. get, they get, like, two good stats, and then everything else is just trash. And I really like that. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I would, I mean, besides Celestia. 
Yeah, Celestila. Well, Celestila is like even I would even argue Celestila is balanced. <laughs> That's too crazy, but all right. I think it's balanced. <laughs> I think it's balanced. Literally, just on its stats alone, because like its stats aren't crazy good. They're high, but they're nothing like crazy good. It just has a good typing. It just, I mean, yes, yeah, steel flying, steel, steel yeah. flying is a good type. Yes. Yeah. Steel, steel, steel something is always a good type though. So, <laughs> like, e- even over the years, they've given Umbreon more and more moves to make it viable. Like, it, uh-huh. yeah. it didn't used to have Flare Blitz. It didn't used to have Superpower. It didn't used to have Play. Oh, I know, because Flare Iron's garbage otherwise. Yeah. I think it has Play Rough, right? Uh, I don't know if he got Play Rough. He might have gotten it for uh, like a hot second. Uh, if he did, but he didn't, he, I don't think he currently learns Play Rough. I may have been Gen 7 and Play Rough. Uh, I don't think he had play rough in gen 7 either i think i thought that was i don't think I he ever he had play rough i don't know why mm-hmm. i thought he play rough nope he can get stored power if it makes you feel better oh cool that's fun but like they've tried to buff flareon more and more and the only way to do it at this point is to flip it is to give it like switch its speed and yes uh special defense really i don't disagree i, I just think like you do that and suddenly flareon I just goes like from the bottom of trash to actually decent uh yeah probably okay with ba- yeah. with a much faster speed so that it can actually get with one ten base speed one hundred and thirty base attack like that sounds nuts yeah so it can actually get an attack in you see how well Espeon does and fires arguably a more offensive type than psychic yes yes I agree so I agree with you I would also argue magic bounce is really good too but, <laughs> but all right so so that, that that's Flare- that's how we could you know power creep Flareon that's how you can make Flareon better yeah you can make Flareon better. All right, Mark, you're up. Yeah, so two of, and you guys touched on one of them already, but um, two of my favorites that I just love uh, that are, one of which is 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 doable, and that's Heracross. I feel like Heracross could be faster, and the uh, other one yeah. is Talonflame, the other one is Talonflame, who is nothing but speed, and it makes me really sad. Well, Talonflame was too good, and they had to nerf Talonflame it. used to be too good, and then he got nerfed. I know, and... and and I, I want him to be good again. That's all I want. Gen, Gen 7 was literally like, how many ways can we stop Talonflame? I swear to God. Because the first thing that they announced was like Queenly Majesty as an ability, which was just like, yeah, you know this Pokemon that's weak to Talonflame? Yeah, Talonflame can't priority against it anymore. And then after that, there, there was also the Gale Wings nerf, obviously, as well. Yeah. Where yeah, if, you're not at match, if you're not at ma- max HP, you don't get the Gale Wings boost. Which is, I think, I think that's probably the better solution to everything. I think also Bruxish got an ability to stop priority. Uh, well, what is Bruxish's ability? Uh, Bruxish is still is still one it of the sixty Pokemon missing from Gen Eight, which is sad. Was like the the bite moves or uh, dazzling, dazzling. Oh, dazzling. It was dazzling. Yeah. He has strong jaw as the other ability. Uh, yeah, that's and what it is. His hidden ability is called Wonder Skin. Okay. Changes the accuracy of all status moves used against this Pokemon to 50%. Oh, that's kind of nifty. I um, mean, Bruxish at least is decent. Like, it yeah, has Bruxish decent stats. Is, I will argue that Bruxish is not a terrible Pokemon. <laughs> but, I hate, but I hate it, Thatch. I hate it. I think uh, it, it's better than Flareon right now. I like Christmas Fish, okay? But, like, if, if we look at Heracross, Heracross is in a decent spot. It's been solid. It is. Are you for, like, two generations? Or two? It is. No. But, but it could be better. He You're could, right, but. It could be better. <laughs> but he's already good. I don't, but I don't yeah, see the problem bad. with it. No, but I, I mean, yeah, my, it's more my, uh, the one I would really need to choose with more talent flame, but I do wish Heracross was higher tier. The, the problem, the problem with Heracross is that he's a bug type. And bug type itself yeah. is a bad type. 
Well, he's also a fighting type, and we've already discussed at length on how fighting types need to be like keep getting better. I mean, if you want to make if you want to make bug type better, and I think this would probably help out Heracross a little bit more. This is this comes from a Wolf Glick video that he posted a few a few days ago, or maybe a week and a half ago, or something like that. Now, but he uh, he did a video on how to make bug type better, and like in different ways, um, like to make it like an average type or or like a better than average type or like S tier type or something like that, right? On the order of like fairy type, and it, this was a very reasonable thing, and I think even something that would just help Heracross right now without changing its stats or anything. What you could do is just take the interaction between fairy and bug and just flip it. <laughs> Just flip it. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, bug is resistant bug, to fairy. Yeah, bug resists fairy. And I mean, if you want to go a step further, you make bug super effective against fairy. Yeah. 100%. And then you're fine. I, I think fairy type, it, when it came out, wasn't as balanced as we had hoped. I mean, it was definitely balanced a lot of things out because there were some problems. I think it's too strong now. Yes, I, I think I think fairy type is the best type. Oh, I, it, I is. it is. I think it needs a nerf. And I think the best way to do it is give bug a little bit of love. And make bug yeah. super effective and resist it. Okay, because bug bug needs love. I mean, what kind of nonsense was it to just like make fairy resist bug out of nowhere? Right. Like, where did that come from? Like, why? where did that come from? Like, while they're down, come on. Like, like fairy type yeah. is already this engineered type that is made to knock out certain things and resist certain things and be weak to certain things. They were just like, you know, who needs to be kicked while they're down? Bug. Get down, bug. There, bug. See, yeah. <laughs> the other time I think that really needs a buff would be grass. Grass is definitely below average, but I don't think it's terrible. I think it's one of the worst types right now. I don't think it's as bad as Bug. You're, no, but like, like if you think the bottom types right now, I think of Bug, I think Rock, I think Ice, and I think Grass. Ice, yeah. Ice always comes to mind. I don't think Rock. I think Rock is like solid average type, but... See, rock is terrible defensively, very good offensively, and you don't see a lot of Rock types anymore. It's just Rock type coverage on other things. Yeah, you could say the same thing for ice, right? But I think I mean, yes, same with ice. I think the difference is uh, rock type Pokemon can take some hits for things that you couldn't take otherwise. You're right, and that's why I think grass is, you know, not very good right now. I think grass is okay only because it's it's so. Uh, I think grass has a ton of resistances, actually. Well, I mean, think of the things that like are permanent, like you know, very good types right now. You have yes. dragons, you have flying, you have steel, all of which resist yes. grass. And those are the big things right now. I agree with you. I'm not saying it's a good type. No, I'm saying I think it, I think it could use a buff. Granted, like if they ever decide to add in a new type in the future, I don't think they should add a new type. I think they should tweak the type chart if they're going to do anything. We don't need more types. How would you tweak the type chart besides the bug fairy resistance? Then, if you're going to tweak for something like grass, I would take away its interaction with poison. Uh, though that does weaken poison, but poison needs its own own tweaks on top of that. I, I think there could even be an argument to say, like, grass should resist seal, not be super effective against it, but resist it. I, I why, think would, why would you say that? I don't know. I think there's an argument for it, though, because it's like nature versus not nature, right? And you could be like, give nature the edge, just like a little bit. But but axes and trees. Okay, but Steelix isn't an axe, okay? <laughs> He's a building. <laughs> no, that's Duraldon. He's a building. Yeah, exactly. Duraldon's a building. There we go. And nature will overcome a, an abandoned building. Not really, though. It will, Claude, it will. Uh, uh, I mean, why is it super effective against rock? Yeah, I don't understand that one. Or, like, some of the steel stuff I really don't understand in general. Well, to be fair, they did nerf steel. They did nerf steel. Like, that's one of the types they actually nerfed. Yeah, it took at least it took away the dark and ghost from it. Yeah, wow. What a bunch of nonsense that was. Like, can you imagine if, like, things that if steel was weak to ice? I don't agree that it should be because you can. No, but like, like no. can you imagine if it was though, or like neutral to ice all of a sudden? I don't think ice needs any fixing. 
personally, only no, because no. Maybe only because ice is ice is like stupid good offensively, and if you make it any better defensively, you're going to see so many more ice types pop up, and then you're going to have the op- you're going to have the same problem you have with fairy type. Oh, I don't, I don't think you make ice any better. I'm just like throwing it out there. The steel. One of the things that would make sense to make sense to me is make it weak to water. Yeah, so it rusts. Yeah, exactly. Why does it all have to be stainless steel, huh? Yes. Wouldn't that make water then really strong? Uh, I think it would make it better. I think water is a better than average type, but I don't think it's S tier type. I think it would definitely weaken steel a little bit because I think like if I think of like S tier types, I would say fairy steel, and then maybe you could have an argument for dragon. Even then, I think dragon's like perfectly balanced. Yeah, I mean, I'm very happy with where where dragon is. I just think a lot of the months that are dragon are a little too strong, but you know that's different. Story. I mean, you yeah, can't that's... have every type be good, though, yeah, right? No. You can't have every type be good. That way, you can just like you can play with the stats of certain Pokemon and make them stand out. I, I definitely think they've done their their parts to nerf with the type chart, but I think they can go a little bit farther. I think Fairy definitely needs a nerf. I think yeah, Gen Seven is a I think Gen Seven is a very good example of that. Further, I think even Gen Eight still has a Fairy type problem. Yeah. So. I, I think they. I mean, look at you, Zashin. Um Yeah, the, the only steel, other steel steel fairy, like because those are two of the best types, is like a stupid type combination. The only other thing that I really wanted to touch on in uh, like this whole thing of power creep are base stats. Have you noticed how like the ba- like the average base stat of each generation has slowly gone up and up? I mean, not including uh, two. Is there an actual trend line for that somewhere? I would hope so. I don't disagree with you if that's true. I, I would like to see actual data on that before I comment. So would I, but I mean, I, I just, I just sort of made this up. I mean, we could definitely, we could definitely get that data together. Oh obviously. yeah, definitely. Um, I'm, let me see if I have, I can find it. I think the problem is like Gen Two is going to get skewed real hard because of all the baby Pokemon have introduced. Yeah, that's true. I mean, if you were to do it, I would say like we can only take like final evolved forms of Pokemon lines in each generation. Uh, I think someone did it for all the legendaries. Legendaries, I can believe there's creep. Like, let's look at Gen 6, right? Before that, I think the highest base stat total Pokemon... Let me send this to you, then. I, I have something. I found like... something, too. Oh, yeah, I found Okay, let me here. see. Hey, base stats for generation, including legendaries, excluding genera- legendaries. Yes, I I don't disagree with you. I think Gen 2, like I said, is unfairly skewed. Because chart. So, well, we can't really share this chart because it's a podcast, but... No, but, like, if you think about it, like... Gen four, you expect there to be a uh, it to be high because of all the additional evolutions they added on top of things. True, yeah, that one stands out pretty pretty much. I I do I do see like um, Gen six, Gen seven, Gen eight, like those have been pretty stable. But I also I would say like or I guess that's Gen five, Gen six, and Gen seven in this chart. I would say that that's kind of where there was a turning point in Pokemon though, and and they've gone ahead and fixed that. You're right, but I mean I'm just looking at you know. Like, it just shows that, like, things have gotten stronger and stronger as time has gone on. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Compared to, compared to the first three gener- generations. I think, it, like, I think peaking with Gen 5. I, I think trying to say that Power Creep doesn't exist is very false. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just trying to show that, like, like, the base stats of Pokemon have gotten higher. If you made a Charizard now, no one would care. It would be an average Pokemon. Nobody cared about Charizard. <laughs> Uh, Charizard wasn't competitively competent ever until Gen 6. <laughs> okay. When they forcibly, you know, creeped it to give it two mega evolutions. That's the only reason it became good was because of the unpredictability. It, it wasn't even, it wasn't even good because it's, it's megas were particularly good. 
because if you knew that it was going to be X or if it was going to be Y, you could definitely play around it better. The unpredictability was a bigger thing uh, than anything else. That is why Charizard was good. And funny enough, as much as we, you know, Alola was had didn't have any speed, it's still faster than Gen 2 and Gen 3 on average. I, I agree with you. I agree Which with is you. silly. Like, and we complained that Alola was so slow on Hawaiian time, and it's still faster than, on average, Gen 2 and Gen 3 Pokemon. <laughs> Even though Gen 3 has Ninjask and Deoxys speed. That's, that's just ridiculous to me. I think this is a good place to stop. We'll let everybody else talk about their power creep and what they think they should do to fix certain types in the, in the mailbag for next week. So on that note, we are going to kick it on over to our Pokemon of the episode. We will catch you on the flip-flop. Poke of the episode. And welcome to our Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 286, Breloom, the Mushroom Pokemon. Its short arms stretch when it throws punches. Its technique is equal to that of Pro Boxers. That's from the brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl Pokedex entries. That is also the Diamond and Pearl entry, and also the X and Y entry. Surprise! And also the Black and White and Black and White 2 entry. <laughs> Lots of descriptions yes. here. They were very bad about uh, reusing them very early on. They still do. Yes. <laughs> but Breloom's a good Pokemon, it gets four. That's all. Uh, hey. <laughs> and Poison Heal. Base attack of 130, base HP of 60, base defense of 80, base special attack of 60, base special defense of 60, base speed of 70. I didn't realize it was that bad. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I think it still has unique typing, though. Oh, no, it doesn't. Yeah. Verizon exists. Oh, right. Verizon Wireless exists. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But he knows Spore. Yeah, it's all matters. So we got that. So we got a team for you today. It is following the UUTC rules of BSS BDSP, which doesn't really exist, but we made it exist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's jump into it. I'm going to grab the Breloom first here. This is Breloom. Standard Breloom. Focus Sash. Technician. Wait, Technician? I get, He can get his hidden ability, though, can't he? Yes, he can, I think. Oh, I guess Technician's still pretty good. Never mind. Yeah, it's fine. Level 50. When you're not running a Poison... Uh, yeah, when you're not orb. running Poison Toxic Orb. Yeah. 252 Attack, 252 Speed, Jolly Nature, Spore, Bullet Seed, Mock Punch, Rock Tomb. All of this makes sense. Break some Sashes with Bullet Seed. Have a great time. It's a it's great Breloom. Tying in with Breloom, though, we've also got Suicune with Leftovers. Inner Focus, because that's the only ability it can have right now. Yep. 252 HP, 252 Defense, 4 Special Defense, Bold Nature, Scald, Calm Mind, Rest, and Sleep Talk, because Crocoon is the worst. And you have to Crocoon. Mm-hmm. I love me some Crocoon. So, that, I mean, if you want to play Stall, this is like a Seth Pokemon right here. I love that Suicune. I don't know what's next or who's got what's next. I can take it. Um, I'll take Scizor with Citrus Berry. Also the ability technician. Um, 252 HP, 4 attack, 252 special defense. Got a careful nature with bullet punch. So no surprise there. U-turn, roost, and swords dance. So it's a scissor. Um, yep. And we can also talk about our good friend Latios with uh, choice specs. It's got ability as levitate. Uh, EVs are 252 atta- special attack, uh, four special defense, and 252 speed, timid nature. It's got Draco, Meteor, Dragon Pulse, Psychic, and good old-fashioned Surf. Ooh, yeah, those two are really good together, just because the synergy. I mean, it's half of it, it's most of it's fantasy core, mm-hmm. so it makes sense. And with it being Gen 4 and the po- the power creep not being that real, <laughs> yes. you, can, uh, you can do a lot of stuff with that. It works out really well. 
But Claude, take us home to finish out our Firewater Grass Core. Yes, we have Blaziken with a Lumberry Speed Boost ability, uh, 252 Attack, 4 Special Defense, 252 Speed, Jolly Nature with Protect, Close Combat, Flare Blitz, and U-Turn. You know, standard Blaziken. And then we have Gliscor with a Toxic Orb, Poison Heal, um, 228 HP, 28 Defense, 252 Speed, uh, Impish Nature with Sub, Protect, Earthquake, and Guillotine. You know, for all. Guillotine, because BSS. Yeah. <laughs> because BSS. That's the best yeah. part of BSS, by the way, is guillotine. Guillotine, guillotine. and o- it's just Oko moves in general. Like, that's the best part of BSS. This is our, you know, fun team. If people, you know, want to get into the meta and not do any work, they can just build this team and, you know, go hope go from there. Also, we'll be giving this away to the patrons. Yes. So yeah. you, can, you can jump right on into the new tournament of UTC with this team. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, uh, if you're a patron, you'll get them all in shiny form, and you could you could show off the bling and have a really good time with it. I don't know. I, I this team is pretty straightforward. I think this meta is pretty straightforward. To be fair, um, you want to you want to hit hard, fast, cool. Maybe you could maybe you could Crocoon and find some synergy that go with Crocoon outside of some of the Pokemon we've put here. But I, I think we've put some of the cream of the crop in this meta right here for you guys to start playing around with, and then you can adjust as needed. I, I I don't know. Gen 4 metas are just fun. Gen 4 was a great time, and I think this one will be fun as well. Well, yeah, uh, I guess this is a good place to... It's been short today, but the topic was long, so... Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll kick it on over to... Uh, we'll kick it on over to the mailbag. It's mail time! Sending your emails! And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag is the part of the show where you can uh, you can throw in your uh, thoughts and send us an email at pucklepodcast@gmail.com, and we'll probably read it on the show because nobody's sending in emails apparently. So, <laughs> womp womp, your chance to get uh, the coveted Green Taurus badge is higher than ever because this segment, as always, is brought to you by the energy drink Green Taurus, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves. And uh, like I said, we'll give the Green Taurus badge to somebody who uh, who writes a good email, or I guess just sends one in at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so, so we last week we asked you guys what your Pokemon resolutions were and something else that I've already forgotten. So uh, I'm sure you guys will remind me if it was a good question. So our first our first email today is going to be from our favorite uh, our favorite name of this episode, Rupa Dupe. Rupa Dupe. I love this yeah. name. <laughs> so good. So good. Rupa Dupe. Howdy do, Puckle Crew. 2021 heralded my return to Pokemon after taking a break since Moon. Huh. I've enjoyed my re entry to the world of Pokemon, participating in Pogo, Swish, and now BDSP. Whilst I find myself frustrated with the state of BDSP, finding mysterious shards for legendaries as the pits, it's not the TPCI title, so not a TPCI pot title, so I shouldn't really be a factor in my grade, right? I'd probably grade them a solid B for 2021. Oh, actually, so I just want to make a correction because it bothers me. It is a TPCI title. It is not a Game Freak title. TPCI is the Pokemon company. Uh, if it is a Pokemon game, it is definitely a TPCI product because even like Pokemon Snap is a TPCI product. Right. It's just, you're right. It's not Game Freak, but that's okay. That's my only correction. I did read this email earlier this week and I was just like, hmm. But actually, <laughs> <laughs> um, he continues, 
As for Pokemon-related New Year's resolutions, I found myself wanting to reach Master Ball rank in Swish, as I've not really played much competitive VGC before. It occurs to, uh, like such a huge mount. It occurs like such a huge mountain to climb. I could use some advice, though. I find myself getting really frustrated on the number of losses I'm getting. So far, I've been I've taken on only doing three or four matches before taking a break and doing something different, like Super Contests. But what I'm finding is that the break will last a few days rather than a few hours. Any suggestions or coachings on how to st- stay focused on my goal? Um, Medication. Also re- yeah, I mean, just, <laughs> just do it. Just keep doing it. Pokemon, if you haven't played competitive Pokemon before, you will lose a lot. Yeah, totally. Once you get into it, it's better. Uh, my honest opinion, and like I, I think the 16-year-old me that started the show would slap me if he heard me say this, but my honest opinion is go on Showdown and just do mm. that first because the yes. matches are faster. Yes, yeah, it's less dedication. Um, you can play it on your phone. It's pretty easy to do. Yeah, it's just it, the matches are just faster. It's much easier to make adjustments on the fly. So if it's an issue with your team, you can you can sort that out. I agree. That's like, my that's my biggest opinion because um, before I ever settle on any team, I always play on Showdown first. Now, just as a way to test it, especially like especially for VGC, where like the purpose is to play it on cart, right? And even like when I used to play OU on cart, it would just be a big thing. Just to just to be able to test the Pokemon out beforehand, because like I said, you can't make those adjustments on the fly as easily, right? And it really helps you yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I mean, when I started doing um, VGC for the first time, I would yeah be on my phone and just pump out a few um, few matches on uh, yeah. on there, mm-hmm. you know, just here and there on my on my lunch break, whatever. And it just helped me get more into the mind of like what to expect and how 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 teams work. You know, a lot of early competitive Pokemon practice. Uh, comes down to you just remembering what other Pokemon do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. That, that, that is 90% of Pokemon is knowing what they can yes. do and how you can fight. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Right. And that requires you just to play a lot of Pokemon, and you will probably lose if it's a new Pokemon that you're not very familiar with. Oh, yeah. And then you take those losses and you learn from them so that you know how to beat it the next time. Yeah. That's how that's how learning anything is, really. You just you- Exactly. You fail, you fail a bunch of times and you fix it. Just don't take it personally, you know? It's not because anybody thinks you're bad. You're new. This is just what happens. You're not sure how things yeah. operate. And you're learning how things operate. Yeah. Like anything totally is. Fine. Like anything yeah. is. Like, if you right. want to be good at anything, you have to do it over and over and over and over you again. You got to practice. You can't just wake up one day and be good at it. A lot of failure. A lot of failure. Don't pay for coaching. Please don't pay for coaching. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> people do. People offer that service, and it bothers me. I mean, I, it's fine. But like, yeah, I, I don't know. I've talked to a couple people who have gotten it before. Um, I believe Jeremy and our server has done it before. Well, because Jeremy's like super into the VGC scene. Yeah, that guy's making like worlds runs all the time. I mean, and he's pretty good at VGC, obviously. So, but he got some coaching, and he was like, he's like, yeah, I don't know that it was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> That's good to know. That's just something to think of. That he, he's done it before, and he's like, yeah, I, I don't know that it was worth it. I, I probably could have saved my money. So yeah, don't do that. Just find some friends. Puckle's a great place to do that, to team build with. Honestly, yeah. I think you get a lot of good uh, advice in yes. Puckle. I mean, yeah, I mean, you'll, you know, you'll always find like that people, one person who's really so. good at it, too. Right. Like, Coil doesn't play as much anymore, but Coil's really good at it. Don't yep. trust Coil. Don't trust Coil. Well, yeah. He won't be mean at first. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah. Rupadoop is also very excited to uh, for Season 12, which just got announced. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
I wanted to thank you for the advent calendar as well. It was a great Christmas present, and I enjoyed staying up late often to get the new Pokemon as they were uploaded. Here's to a great 2022 Rupadoop. There you go. Oh, he must be living in, like, Australia then. I was doing it at, like, 8 in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. We love we love the Aussies here. It's we do love the Aussies here. We have a lot of Aussies. We do. Mm-hmm. All right. This next one is from uh, Connell. But Connell says, Hi, hey there, Puckle crew. Connell here, and I hope you're all well. I'll start off with my overall grade for TPCI in 2021. B plus. That's a solid grade. I think they did okay. I give it like a B. My main reasons for this are new Pokemon Snap and Mystery Dungeon DX. Okay, wait. Okay. An um actually moment here because I know that we're all (laughs) blending time together because of COVID, but Mystery Dungeon DX actually came out in 2020. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, (laughs) Both original versions of these games I played a whole lot when I was younger, and they really knocked it out of the park with these new versions. Pokemon Unite has been a lot of fun, and actually created a new common interest between my little brother and I. Ten-year age gap. Though the ethics do bring its rating down a bit. That's that's kind of true, too. <laughs> but it's fun. <laughs> Could, like, a wholesome company like EA uh, make the game? <laughs> uh, I've produced the game. Uh, VDSP overall is decent, though it could have been way better. However, one simple change they made to the radar chaining has got me really into it. The spots do not disappear after a second. The only problem is they made another small change to it where you can break the changes randomly. <laughs> Eight yeah, percent the, of the There's ways around that now. Are there? Thank God. Yeah. Like, you, you only have to go up to 17 and your odds don't change, pretty much. Oh, that's good. That's good. So you, can, you can get up to 17, not break the chain, and then just mm-hmm. keep resetting until you see a shiny. That's nice. This combined with my recent attempt to get at least one of every Pokemon family shiny, Living Dex is the stretch goal, has made the game quite enjoy- enjoyable. Last week I hit a f- hit the 50% mark with the Skitty Chain. Oh, congrats. I've enjoyed the lead up to Legends Arceus and I am cautiously optimistic. I think we are all cautiously optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like we're all just like, we've been burned before. <laughs> it's alright, bring it on. The music, whilst a cool idea, was just naff. What? Naff? 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 I'm, I'm not a hip kid, okay? Not as fire? I don't know. Not as forest fire. Naff. Uh, informal British, go away. Okay, that's what, I don't that's know. That's what the internet tells me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> My New Year's resolution is to complete a shiny dex, inclu- excluding Legends and Mythicals for Gens 1 through 4, which I'm 68% of the way towards. Then if I get that, start working on Gens 5 through 8. Well, that's 68%'s a lot, that's actually. A lot. That's pretty yeah, that's good. A yeah. lot. That's like, that's like almost, that's over 300 Pokemon, I think. Right. That's pretty good. <laughs> it wasn't until I wrote this email that I realized how close that initial goal actually seems. I've been hunting uh-huh. since Gen 5 and recently made a spreadsheet to keep track. But this, that is a comprehensive living deck, uh, living shiny decks that can be future proofed, breaking it down into just one one of each family and excluding the plethora of legendaries and mythicals just now has really motivated me to get to get stuck in so that's where i'll leave it off for this week have a good one come on now he needs to give us updates on the percentage every yeah, week right. i want like a loading bar yeah. i want a loading <laughs> bar uh <laughs> God, i mean since but he's saying he was doing it since gen 5 so that's a long to yeah. be fair like shiny hunting methods weren't real big in gen 5 outside of like resets and just like encounters i'm well, a method i think was around gen, gen 5 si- uh, I don't know I when Masuda Method jumped in. You might be right. I don't know when Masuda Method started. It's definitely not easy. And even then, like, breeding back then was awful. So, so I don't care. It, it was, uh, it is what it is. Masuda Method started in Generation 6, Claude. Oh, wait, no. Ah, uh, okay. No, 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 no. It started in Generation 4. I'm wrong. Okay, even better. 
That's like if that's the only way. I don't know. I like the shiny hunting methods that aren't Masuda method. Like yeah. my my favorite oh, shiny yes. hunting methods are Pokey Radar, which yep. I guess was a shiny hunting method in Gen Four. Ah, oh, that's what I did a lot of. I remember now. Uh, Pokey Radar. I really enjoyed things like chain fishing and again Pokey Radar and chain fishing was fun. Chain fishing, you get Pokemon stupid fast. I think I got oh, a lot yeah. of things like within like the first twenty. Yep. You could also do. Uh, Gen 7, I like, the SOS battles weren't bad. My favorite to this day is still Dexnav. Yeah, Dexnav was always a good time. I love Dexnav. Uh, Dexnav is my favorite thing ever, and I'm sad it's never coming back, probably. Yeah. But I, I thought Dexnav was really good. And, yeah, I don't know. Those those are my favorites, though. But who do we want to give the Green Taurus badge today? I like Rupadoop only for the name. It's tough, because Rupadoop's a great name. Kyle didn't give a good name, but, uh... I think Kyle's yeah. <laughs> email is better, so they're like yes, on equal footing, you know? <laughs> That's what's important here, guys. You have a good name. Good email. name. That's- they both had port paragraph breaks, which are my favorite thing. Oh, um, very good. You know what? Let's give it to both of them. Both Rupa Dupe and yes, Kyle. Sure, why not? Come to Discord, come sure. and grab it. We'll have a good time. You get access to the Green Tauros chat. I think there's only like two other people in it right now, so come and, yeah. uh, come and get some exclusive access. Ask that all those questions you've never been able to ask him before. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be a real good time. But yeah, if you want to email us next week at pucklepodcast.gmail.com, let us know what you think of Power Creep. How would you make a specific type better? Or how would you make a specific Pokemon better? Let us know in uh, the email. Um, other than that, if you want to keep up with Puckle throughout the week, there's a couple great ways to do that. Uh, first of all, come to our Discord, discord dot, or pucklediscord.com, <laughs> where you can hang out with us all the time. Not to mention, you should also come and hang out with us uh, on Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Tumblr. Puckle Plus comes out every Thursday, so if you want more Puckle content, you should go check out Puckle Plus, where you can get some more in-depth things. Today we were pretty competitive heavy, I think. Yeah. But I think yeah, I think we could be even more competitive heavy in Battlecast. <laughs> Oops. So if you if you like that, Battlecast is for you. Uh, <laughs> definitely check that out. And you can also go ahead catch us on YouTube. Like I said, we got new videos coming out there, so please go check those out because I like doing them and I want a reason to keep doing them. <laughs> <laughs> so so check out youtube.com slash puckle podcast you can of course also check out uh our twitch at twitch.tv slash the puckle podcast if you would like to support the podcast there's a there's a couple ways to do it now one we have a puckle store that's open that's got very limited products right now um but we'll have more in the future right now we only offer uh, a t-shirt a very basic puckle logo t-shirt there will be more in the future um there is also a uh, a desk mat um, half these products exist because that's one of some of these products. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a proper desk mat though with the Puckle logo on it. Um, and there's a blanket. <laughs> there's a blanket. If you were ever like, man, I want to sleep wrapped in a Puckle blanket, you can, you can buy a Puckle blanket. Um, that link will be in the show notes down below. I believe it's streamelements dot, uh, dot shops dot com slash Puckle podcast or something like that. Um, definitely key uh but check check the links in the description you can also of course go to our patreon at patreon.com slash puckle podcast get a host of rewards be able to like tailor topics for us to talk about and be able to uh get some behind the scenes looks at what's going on in the show and in thatch's life and you can also get uh, a lot of other goodies uh like shiny pokemon stuff like that depending on which tier you're at so on that note i think that's everything uh i have been trainer thatch i've been claude nine Black Mark from the Dunsparce Gang. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. It's closing time. 
lips up.